0: Welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach.
1: I am Rob F. Switch.
0: And um, this is a video game music podcast featuring 8-bit and 16-bit era only video game music. And um, uh, an announcement I wanted to make at the top of the show uh, is that on September 23rd we're going to record our hundredth episode, which will be a public recording. Um, so basically, we're inviting the listeners to just sit in and basically sit in as we record this episode. It's not going to be a show like our our other events. You know, it's not like going to be it's not going to be like a game show or a dance party or whatever. It's just going to be a recording, just like the ones we normally do, but um, you can come and hang out and we'll have microphones set up so that people who come can chime in and comment on the tracks uh, along with us. Right. So, um, you know, it'll just be like a normal free play episode. And then we'll also have some previous guests on as well. And uh, we'll be recording it at uh, Nerdist at Meltdown. That's the performance... Uh, sort of, it's sort of the back uh, area of the Meltdown Comics.
1: 7522 Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, California.
0: And uh, it's going to be at noon on a Sunday, September 23rd. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, if you're in the Los Angeles area and you want to come by and hang out, um, you know, you're, you're welcome to do so. There's, it's Like I said, it's not a show, so it's not, there's no admission or anything like that. It's just... Um, you can, we'll have some chairs set up and, um, yeah, it should be, it'd be like a listening party, basically. A
1: listening party. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been to really good listening parties, so. Uh, have you? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah? and what, 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 in what regard? <laughs> I haven't been to any listening parties. Oh, no. I, was I there, to there throw are, my clout. Do what? I
1: was just trying to throw some clout.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are listening parties. I know, I know. Have, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, so, um, you can get all the information on LegacyMusicHour.com. Uh, there's a post about it, so... Okay. Um, S- uh, Slickvick asked, uh, he asked, what's the hardest game I ever beat? Okay. And the hardest game, I'd like to answer that publicly, the hardest game I ever beat, I think, is probably Ghost and Goblins for the Nintendo.
1: Oh, I remember you mentioned that last week.
0: I mentioned that last week? Yeah. Hmm. Huh.
1: We're talking about, uh, something about games that you beat, and, um... He said, Ghosts and Goblins was the hardest."
0: Mm. Oh yeah, maybe I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's the hardest game. And then I, he said, he asked also asked, "What's the Holy Grail? Uh, the Holy Grail of games in terms of beating them?" Well, I, I would say there's, I'd say that Battletoads is sort of the Holy Grail of beating games because uh, Battletoads is just a terribly hard game, and um, I've gotten, you know, I don't know, I've gotten to decently far in the game. But, um, you know, th- that game has finite continues and it just, you know, when you die and you have to start all over again. I mean, when you lo- run out of continues, it just, you don't want to... It makes you not want to go back and play the game again because it's so hard to go through all that again. Okay. Especially some of those fast parts. Mm. So, I think that's probably the holy grail of games as far as beating them. I, my, the fr- the friend, uh, my friend says that he thinks that Ghost and Goblins is harder, but I just... You have unlimited continues with Ghosts and Goblins. So, I, okay. that, that to me, that makes it so you can keep working at a level. Um, okay. Also, speaking of beating games, I never mentioned this uh, yet, but a few weeks ago, I finally beat Axelay. Um, but, you know, I got that around Christmas time. Okay. And I finally was able to beat it, you know, just worked at it worked at it. And that last boss is... I mean, that whole last level is pretty hard, and right. I just... Uh, But, you know, finally got through it, and, uh, yeah, I felt very... um, Yeah, I felt very fulfilled. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you, yeah. And then also, um, I beat uh, Maniac Mansion a couple weeks ago, too, or a few weeks ago as well. But I didn't get every... And there's a bunch of different endings, and um, I only got one of them. And there's still a couple things in the house that I just couldn't figure out what to do with them, and they pertain to other endings. Right. So I just... Th- that game I still have yet to fully conquer, but I did beat beat it with certain endings. I beat it with Michael the uh, Michael and uh, Bernard. Sure. Um okay, so that's that. And um Oh, uh on last week's episode I s- mentioned the name uh I-, I said I said Masaki uh Iwasak. Uh it's Iwasaki in case anybody was paying attention. Okay. Anyway, Masaki Iwasaki. Uh and then um we also when we played that gunstar heroes track at the end of the episode i mean you know we didn't comment on it but i just wanted to that song was so good i thought and i just i love that track like the the ending the closing track you know for the episode right it's just that track just i don't know I, I i wanted to just say that i love that track and i just you know i would have if I, if it wasn't the closing track i would have just braved about it you know Last week, so I'm just well, kind of trying to rave about it right now.
1: Thank you for professing your love
0: for the for the Gunstar Heroes. Yes, for the. Uh, um, now, um, oh, but also another thing about last week's episode is, Rob was describing something in in Batman: Return of Joker. You know, mm-hmm. and I said something like, whatever, or something like that. <laughs> that wasn't a reference to to him. It was because there was this this i don't know this technical mess up that had to be edited out and i i just i was because of the technical mess up i was kind of like Pff, you know whatever about the technical mess oh, up let's okay. let's or something like that it wasn't in reference to what rob was saying it was in reference to the technical mess up that ended up getting edited out which it ended up sounding like i was i think maybe rob was saying something like this sounds like very batman music or something like that and it sounded like i was just saying you know whatever to him but well, I, was, I wasn't so. Thank you
1: for clearing that up Because this whole week I was thinking that you had just dismissed me so rudely
0: Yeah, no, no. I know And
1: now I know that that is not the case
0: Well, that's, that's the prize of today's episode As you get wow. to find, find out that I wasn't
1: I feel, I feel so good about myself now Thank you, Brent Yeah
0: um, So, okay, let's move on to today's episode Topic Or unless you have anything to mention huh?
1: No, that's huh? it
0: Alright, this is episode 96 And the topic is world music
1: Music from El Mundo As they say In some parts of the world
0: Yes And the uh, It's, you know, like I guess the, the kind of music you would hear on this episode Is music you would hear on a world music Radio program Or, um, you know uh, Which is kind of somewhat related to New age sometimes, you know Sometimes you can, a lot of new age stuff Can get kind of on the world music tip, you know
1: I had, uh, I had a hard time
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Know, it's just, I'm not familiar with the genre, mm. but uh, I, I have heard world music tracks in the past. Yeah, but it's just it was tricky for me. But I, I got some tracks for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes it, it can just it could be just you know Latin stuff and you know, salsa or whatever, but you know, just any parts of the world. I mean, you know, just. You know, there's, and fusion and kind of world fusion type of stuff. Maybe different parts of the country fusing, fusing together to, sure, sure, uh, sure, or whatever. So anyway, those those are the tracks we picked out. And you know, I, there was a track from, um, I, and this is stuff that wouldn't count. Is uh, there's this really really good track. I'll, I'll be playing. I'll probably play it on the hundredth episode actually, uh, from Pebble Beach. There's this this is one track that it has a Latin rhythm, but it's really much more of a sort of chazzy track and. I just felt like it didn't, even though it had a Latin rhythm to it, it wasn't really, it had a Bossa Nova rhythm. It didn't really seem like world music to me, so I just, but I didn't end up using it, but, um, you know, because it just was too jazzy and too elevatory. But, um, so, you know, the stuff I picked is, you know, it's more, it sounds more, it's it's heavier on the ethnic side than it is anything else. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So, all right, well, let's start us off. I mean, you started us. I'm going
1: to start things off with a little. Elfaria 2. The Quest of the Melt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. This is uh, from composer Yukihide Takakawa. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Um, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, composer of a game called Soul Blazer.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, Soul Blazer. That Yeah, it did sound kind of familiar, but.
1: Uh, this is a SNES track. And I will be playing a track by the name of Plot to start us off on a world music episode. From the game Alfaria Two, the Quest of the Mel, and that is composer Yukihide Takekawa. So, what would you,
0: what, would you, what, what ethnic influences would you say this is are going on here?
1: Well, there's a drum in there, so I'm going to say that is maybe African. Yeah. But then, this, this, I guess it's kind it has of a voice, some kind of. Uh, well, that maybe sounds kind of uh, I don't want to say Arab. I, th- I would say it's
0: it. Is, I would say it is kind of more Middle Eastern sounding, Middle is, Eastern or some sounding. sort. You know, North
1: seems, North African.
0: Something maybe, yeah, maybe North African, yeah, something maybe, maybe or maybe just you know, sort of Mediterranean. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd say like kind of Middle East, maybe a Middle Eastern, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: I know that um this is like a lot of the world music tracks i've heard before in the past with my limited experience mm. my, and my limited exposure to world music um, yeah. this sounds like something i would listen to on the spa like right. you're a saying new, new, age. new
0: age yeah yeah totally yeah there's a new age quality to this for sure yeah. so
1: yeah i was I, when i heard this track i said okay that's a that's a world music track yeah but um it's hard, you know. It's, it's, for me, they were very hard to, to come out. And I didn't hear a lot of songs that were like this one.
0: Sure, sure, yeah. But, I, think, I think a good place to look for uh, world music tracks is role-playing games, and specifically Super Nintendo role-playing games. Because sure. yeah. uh, I guess, I think a lot of it has to do with also uh, the sampled instruments, you know, and in, in Super Nintendo allows you to sort of hear more of an ethnic sound. Uh, you know, as opposed to say Genesis or even Nintendo, you know, Does, or Nintendo.
1: Do those drums sound sample to you?
0: Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I thought not sound sample I thought so, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. to explain. sure. Yeah. Um, I think that those sample instruments really give it more of an ethnic flair. And then also, um, yeah, just it seems like in role playing games, you visit different, you know, different lands, you know, and usually they. Those different lands will have sort of a different sort of worldly sound, depending on where you. Yeah. You um, I'm I'm going to play something from New Horizons. I'm surprised you didn't look at this one again because there's in New Horizons, as you re- might remember from the Pirates episode, mm-hmm. uh, you visit. Um, you know, you go uh, you go to different lands. You know, different uh, countries. Right. And um, so this is part of the Uncharted Waters series. It's part two. And, um, this is the Indian port, uh, or, or the port of India or whatever, but it's called the, the Mahoot uh, is the name of the track. And the composer is Yoko Kano. And, uh, you know, as you'd imagine, this has a sort of Indian sound to it. It, it really kind of actually has an Indian fusion sort of sound to okay. it. Okay. Kind of new agey too, I'd say. Um, but, uh, yeah you'll hear the Indian kind of sound, and, and but there's probably a little bit of a, of a, a western f- f- fusion to it as well. You, you'll see okay. New Horizons" music by Yoko Kano. music by Yoko Kano. This is called the Mahu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, actually. It's,
1: uh, it's a beautiful track. Yeah,
0: and like I said, it has an Indian you kind can of totally sound. You can tell. And, yeah. uh, but it also has a sort of Western sound with that sort of upright bass, you know? you get the upright bass going, and that's sort of the sort of Western fusion part of it, I think. Been to in, India?
1: Have you? Did, yeah. I, did you tell me that before? I don't know. I, I went a couple. I, right?
0: I went a couple of years ago. Yeah.
1: Wow. How was it? It was good. It was good. Did you have a good time?
0: By good time, do you mean diarrhea? Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't business, really. I had business? one. I had one bad t- experience with that. But it wasn't. I didn't have a crazy. Your trip
1: there more. was it business or pleasure? It was pleasure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I went for a friend's wedding. Wow. And uh, you flew out there. Well, he uh, he paid for half of my flight. Wow! The, the, the guy getting married. So, yeah.
1: were you the best man?
0: Uh, probably was one of the best men. One of the I best mean, I was. I mean, I'm. I was. I mean, I was like three of. I think I was three of his only friends that came. So. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was like a week-long wedding, but I only went to two of the events. Where in India? Well, the uh, the wedding stuff took place in Chennai, which used to be called Madras. Mm-hmm. It's in southern India. Okay. And then, uh, but we went, uh, I traveled all over, well, not all over, I mean, I went to Delhi and right. uh, went to Agra, where the Taj Mahal is, and I went to uh, Jaipur, which is in Rajasthan, um, which is very sort of the romanticized, I mean, that, that part of India is very classic, romanticized, Rudyard Kipling-style India, you know? Yes. Um, uh, it, you know, it's, I don't know, it's definitely some of it's geared towards tourists, but um, that has really sort of me... Myth- think of, I don't know, you think of a romanticized version of India, it's Jaipur. And then uh, I went to uh, I went to Bombay as well. Well, now it's called Mumbai, but yeah, I went to Bombay.
1: Would you recommend that uh, people visit India once in their life?
0: I mean, sure. I really wanted to go when I was in my early 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. I, th- that's when I liked traveling more right. at this point in my life. I, f- I feel kind of, I don't know, I, don't, I travel a lot for work, you know, and I just... Don't. I'm over traveling now. You know, I, I like to just be at home now. So I don't. I didn't. I just felt like, well, my friend was going to pay for half my ticket. I should just take this opportunity to go to India now. I never got a chance when I was younger. So yeah. Uh,
1: you say that uh, people in their early twenties should take that.
0: Well, I just—that's I, I, when I was more interested in traveling oh, more, and maybe
1: so maybe I should take that trip soon. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'll take that trip soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Yeah, you're, no, you're welcome, man. Yeah, before you turn 23, better, uh, <laughs> you better, uh, you know, take that trip. <laughs> but uh, no, India's cool. I mean, I personally, I really like the culture a lot. You know, I mean, I like the the music and the I like the uh, I like the uh, the food yeah. a lot. Do you like Indian food?
1: It depends. Mm-hmm. I think there's only one or two restaurants where I haven't felt my stomach get upset after eating the food. Oh, really? There. I don't usually get an upset stomach, but... I I usually do, and I'm, I'm just not a fan. I'm, look, some naan, I'll kill some naan, all right? Mm-hmm. I love naan. Yeah. But everything else after that, it just upsets my stomach. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Coming from a, a Latin guy, you know, a Latino, a Latino male.
1: Hey, it's maybe, it's... maybe, you know, I think it might be the curry. Oh, it mm-hmm. just doesn't agree with me, but, uh... You
0: like spicy, uh, no, no, food? generally no No, okay yeah. No I don't really either, actually I like But I like a lot of the uh, More mild Indian foods, you know and The coconut stuff No, I, I just
1: I just, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan I'm non, I'm a fan, fan of not And there's one restaurant in San Francisco That um, someone turned me on to And I thought it was pretty good Which one was that? It's in North Beach No, not North Beach But it's on um, on Columbus Near the Financial District It's a tiny, tiny spot Hmm I I don't know the name of it but someone turned me on to it I had a vegetarian dish there outstanding
0: some really good places in Los Angeles Uh, anyway yeah I I like the food I like the music and I like uh, I like the the films sometimes I went to a Bollywood movie when I was in India so anyway it was really bad actually it was bad because there was no action this is what when you watch a Bollywood movie it's to me it's all about either crazy action stuff going on or uh you know, really big musical numbers, you know? Right. And this movie didn't have either one of those. Ooh. You got gypped. It was called My Name is Khan.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, it was a famous actor in India. Right. Uh, and he uh, stars in it. He goes by SRK a lot of times, but his name is uh, Shurik Khan or something like that. I forgot. You know, okay. I'll look up his name. Um, but he... Uh, anyway, it, it was really political and, and preachy and it was... Melodramatic and yeah, I didn't like it.
1: Not one dance number.
0: Not one dance number. Not one dan- dance number. No action sequences. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. well Shorukhan. His name is Shorukhan, I think. Something. Like that.
1: Let me tell you about uh, someone's wedding. Who I would like to be the best man. Where I who's where where I would like to be the best man for this groom. Uh, yes. Dal Sim. Oh oh yeah, Dal Sim, huh? I would love to be his best man. Yeah. Really? How come? That'd be fun.
0: To be Dalsim's?
1: Yeah, it'd be Mm -hmm. cool. It'd be an honor. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Well, Dalsim's theme. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Okay. And you, I remember you played both versions side by side for me once. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Of this particular song. Yeah. And the SNES version is better. Oh, you think so? I remember. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, you really agree. Uh For Ken's theme... No. Uh-huh. All right. Ryu's theme, Genesis, is superior. Blanca's theme, Genesis, is superior.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Well, let me... But Dalsim's theme.
0: Yeah. Well, what I like about the Super Nintendo version is that, you know, you just... these there's, Again, these in- instrument, you can hear there's like... As far as, like, the ethnic sound to it, you can hear that just a lot more with... Because of these sampled instruments or whatever. As, as opposed to the synth thing, you know? I don't know I just feel like it, it yeah for me it hits harder the Super Nintendo version I don't know
1: well from composer Yoko Shimamura, here is Dhalsim's theme from Street Fighter 2 yoga track <laughs> That is Dalson's theme. And that is uh, from the SNES version of Street Fighter 2. And I'm track, I'm playing this one actually from Turbo. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. You know I'm, I was I'm pretty good with Dalson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well you know that personal <laughs> from experience. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome's, awesome's good. He's all around. He's got long limbs and he's got good stamina. He's um, a little slow, but you just have to know how to work him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, he's pretty good when you're fighting against Zangief, especially because um, if you get too close to Zangief, you're dead, you know? Yeah. But if you maintain your distance, uh, you, you know, you can be in the, you know, in the safe zone right. from Zangief. And, and if you have something that can stretch out to Zangief, like some stretchy limbs you know then you know.
1: I think it was an interesting choice for them to use um, yoga as a form of fighting <laughs> right <laughs> you know because especially here in Los Angeles the yoga it, there's, there's tons of yoga classes out here but yeah. none of them are designed for combat <laughs> exactly yeah. but mm-hmm. I think that would be funny if I showed up to a yoga class wearing a, a mouthpiece and some hand reps and a necklace of skulls. <laughs> and a necklace of skulls, yeah. <laughs> and I walked in there, and when we're doing downward dog, you know, I'm just going, "Let's get some. Who wants some of this?" Yeah. Let's do it, bro.
0: What if you What if you just went into a yoga studio with a uh, a boombox? Yeah. Just blasting Dalzim's <laughs> theme. You know? Let's do some yoga, guys. We can come in here to a yoga place like this. What if you heard, what if you heard Dalsing's theme at a restaurant, you know, be, a restaurant. I mean, an, an, an Indian restaurant? That'd be kind of funny, huh?
1: That would be bad. That'd be
0: you know, um, it's, speaking of new age music, I, I was once listening to this new age program on the radio that sampled yoga, the yoga, yoga sound, you know, sampled the yoga phrase from Street Fighter. It was okay. some new age music. And they were put in yoga, and I think, as I recall, they were saying yoga, like, yoga, yoga. Oh, really, it's so weird. It was straight up from Street Fighter. Wow.
1: Oh, by the way, did you get my message about uh, the Skitchen voice?
0: Oh yeah, we should mention that. Do you yeah. do you have that in front of you? Cause, oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Hold on, give me a sec. Yeah. Uh, I I reached out to Jeff Van Dyke regarding the. Uh, Didn't he reach out to you? Or no, no. no oh. uh, because I I I just sent him a link to the episode. Yeah. And he took a listen, and he heard our discussion about the voice in uh, Skitchen. Yeah. So he responded with, the voice of Skitchen is a guy named Dan Wesley. Yeah. He was one of the coders on the game and is also a guitar player. Uh, I recorded him playing some guitar pyrotechnics, which are the crazy-sounding slides and bends that you hear in a couple of songs, like after he screams Skitchen. Because after you scream Skitchen, it goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. In fact, you hear most of these samples in the song that plays when you complete the entire game, as a reward for finishing it. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. In case you are always wondering, who is that voice in the game's kitchen? Dan Wesley. Mm-hmm. So now we have to reach out to Yoko Shimamura <laughs> and figure out who did who, the who did Yoga? Yeah, who did Yoga y- fire. Yoga,
0: yeah. <laughs> yoga Flame. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, yeah. You you know Arj Barker's joke. What's that? About yoga?
1: What right, is that? The, oh, tell me. It's, it's,
0: and it's pretty, it's, I like it a lot. It goes, so this is a comedian named Arch Barker and he right. goes, um, have you guys heard of that? The, you guys know about the yoga where they turn the heat up really high, you know, it's the, you sweat a lot, you know, you guys know about that one? It's called Bikram, Bikram yoga, you know? Um, but then do you guys know about this other yoga where they, they turn the, t- the, the air down to below Zero. And it's you guys have heard of that one you guys haven't heard of it you haven't heard of frozen yoga
1: frozen yoga yeah <laughs> i do remember that one and that's a good i think yeah, it's a good it's one. funny i think it's, it's a good one. Right.
0: i'm going to move on to a game we've heard from before called wali wo sagase um ehon or Eihon, yeah ehon no kuni No, Daiboken. Where's Wally? So it's a Where's Waldo game for the Super Famicom. This is a Japanese-only release, and the composer on this is uh, Masanao Akahori. And um, we're gonna hear a track called Egyptian Village, and uh, as the name suggests, suggests it has a kind of North African sound to it and um, kind of an Egyptian fusion I would say you know Egyptian fusion music from Wally Osagasi Ehan no Kuni no Daiboken Where's Wally music by Masanao Akahori Music from Wali Wosagasi. Music by Masanao Akahori, Egyptian Village.
1: I like that right there. What is that, some kind of marimba?
0: Some, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I mean, there is a kind of lounge feel to this as well, you know? Totally. But, yeah, that's why I kind of say it's Egyptian fusion.
1: Okay. How about a little Higemaru, Makajima, Nanatsu no Shima Dai Boken? Right.
0: This is Capcom's third game.
1: Harumi Fujita composed the music to this. Right. And I will be playing a track from it. And this is one I had picked out for our our pirates episode. Yeah. But I did not get a chance to play it. I am playing it for you now. Here you go. a track from Higamaru Makajima Nanatsu Noshima Dai just
0: trying to time it right sure yeah. yeah so this is straight up kind of a salsa situation you know yeah. well kind of yeah for this the most part this
1: is a yeah. uh, pirate salsa
0: mm-hmm. the beginning really has that sort of salsa sound you know yes you know Onto a different sort of region, okay. and um, this the next track, this is a more of a Celtic sounding track. Not even more of a Celtic soundtrack; it's a Celtic sounding, sounding uh, track. This is from Final Fantasy V for the Super Famicom, music composed by Nobuo Uematsu, and this is called Harvest. And yeah, it just straight up sounds like Celtic music. Final Fantasy V. From Final Fantasy V, music by Nobuo Uematsu. I-, I like this kind of music
1: a lot. It's um, Middle
0: Earthish. Mm. I've been to these these regions too. <laughs> Middle Earth, that is right. Yeah, but I've been I've been to I've been to Ireland and Scotland.
1: You've been to Ireland? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Business or pleasure? That was, uh, pleasure. Man, yeah, you take a lot of pleasure trips. <laughs> well, you know, I lived
0: in England for a year.
1: I did not know that either.
0: Oh, really?
1: There's a lot I don't know about you. Uh, I'm finding out on the world episode. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Um, yeah, I lived in England for a year, and so I went, you know, I traveled around to, um, you know, around the area. Right when I was there, so I went to Ireland.
1: Would you live in Would you live in England? No, no, not a fan.
0: No, I'm not, not, not a fan. I just, well, actually, I did live in England, actually.
1: Well, would you go back
0: there? <laughs> I don't think so I. I don't think I no. I don't think so. No. No. Cold. Uh, yeah, it was cold some sometimes, but it, it's not like it didn't. It's not like it was any colder than San Francisco. You know. Right. I mean, San Francisco is freezing. I I know that. No, nah, it, it was probably a little colder than San Francisco. Maybe I don't know. It wasn't that. I don't even. I don't remember being that cold in England actually. But I do remember going to. Uh, I remember being really cold in. Uh, in Austria.
1: I don't know. You were in Austria.
0: <laughs> wow. It was so cold. I mean, that was. I remember that it was really cold. But the coldest I think I ever. I mean, maybe the coldest I've ever experienced though was in uh, Minneapolis, where I'm going next week.
1: You've been to Minneapolis. <laughs>
0: um i went to minneapolis once in november i think yeah and it was so cold it was just freezing it was five degrees or something and um and you know that was just november you know i mean imagine january or february but actually i did end up going to minneapolis again in february this last february actually how bad was that i was lucky they just they just, I lucked out. Like, the week I was there, it just happened to be, they didn't, actually, they were saying that they didn't have, they had a very warm weather, relatively. (laughs) What
1: was it, 10 degrees?
0: It was like 20, but it was still not so bad as 5, though. I mean, I remember when I was there that time when it was 5 degrees, and it was just, I mean, it was just unbelievable. I had, I had to, when I had to walk to, to when I had to walk to this club, I was walking from the hotel of the club, and I just, my face my face, just was frozen. Just in, you, I was just out, there, out, of, out of, it was like a you know, five to seven minute walk and I just was freezing.
1: What, were you wearing your, just your members only jacket? <laughs> my members only jacket. <laughs> and that's it,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's it? My members only jacket, jeans, and that's you it. jeans members no, only same, jacket? No, je- no, jeans, just, just uh, <laughs> members only, that's it. Everything else hanging out. But
1: did you dress appropriately or were you? Yeah, of course, yeah. I was you t- had a thick winter coat? I mean, it was—it's—it's
0: a—it was a thick enough no jacket for no. sure.
1: And you were not dressed properly. Did you have gloves and a proper scarf and hat?
0: I had I think I had a scarf on, yeah. The gloves? I uh, might have had gloves. Might have had the gloves. Mm. Here's the thing: I I would wear, I would I wanted. Okay, I wore thermal underwear once. Okay, but then when I was inside, once you get inside, it just gets too hot with the thermals on. So I just, it wouldn't be worth it for me to be in thermals when i was outside so i just would i wouldn't do the thermal thing
1: galoshes Did you have galoshes no that's not gonna help you weren't dressed appropriately okay huh? gotta wear galoshes
0: yeah well, you know i have a i have a reputation to maintain you know i got style i have a style uh, to adhere to <laughs> you know members only and nothing else you
1: know right I think now is a good time for a track from the Wise One. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about?
0: Yes. Uh, 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 come on, think of a better name. Koji Kondo.
1: <laughs> this is uh, the game is Donkey Kong Country. Yes. The system SNES. Name of the track Bonus Room Blitz. Mm-hmm. Composer David Wise. From the game Donkey Kong Country, Snes. Yeah, David Wise.
0: Yeah, this is very, you know, very African sounding. Yeah. I think that kind part of, right there is. Well, that sounds kind of Brazilian, Brazilian or something. Yeah, you're right. But, but up but but yeah, until this, this sounds really yeah. African right here.
1: Afro Brazilian. Very upbeat. Let's have some fun track, you know what I mean? Yeah. one so dance a little samba? Hey, let's samba. Why not? Sure. I feel I need a drink with an umbrella in it right now. That would be very nice.
0: You know, I was in Brazil. Oh, you were in Brazil? No, I'm just kidding. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Um, yeah. Did you, uh, you think you'd live there?
1: Live in Brazil? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. The island of Florianopolis. i tell you what, they got the best fish in the world. Hey, you've been to Africa. I have been to Africa. Uh, you know where it gets hot? Where? Africa.
0: <laughs> Wait, was it really hot there? Yeah, it was. In so South Africa. What was the hottest?
1: It got up in the... Uh, it was over a hundred a couple of days. Uh-huh. But it's not It's been a hundred Here in LA A few days too But right. it was just A different kind of heat
0: Yeah you know When I was in Russia um, Oh okay Wait you know, I can say You were in Russia? I, yeah, I knew you were in Russia Oh you did? Yeah um, When I went to Russia mm-hmm. It felt Because of the positioning Of where I was Especially in uh, St. Petersburg there sure. was It felt like The sun was Closer to the earth <laughs> There Or something You know oh, yeah. And I could feel like The sun was Closer to me it was so hot i felt the sun i don't know just felt closer it felt like the positioning of the earth was right where i was in, yeah. in russia there was it was like the sun lined up right there wow. it was right on me it felt like hot sun
1: that happens you know when, when i was in south africa it looked at one point we went to this place where there was uh, the elevation was really high i would never seen the stars and the moon so close. It almost oh, is as if yeah. I could touch them. Right, right. So I do right. know what you're talking about. Yeah. It just seems you're closer to yeah. certain things.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, the positioning, yeah.
1: And then don't get me started about Fiji. Oh, you went to Fiji? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, now I'm just being ridiculous.
0: Hmm. Um, I'm going to play something here from... The uh, first Ganbare-Goman game for the, uh, for the Famicom. Yes. I think there was an arcade game first, and then this, this game was the first home game, for, uh, first console game. Ganbare-Goman Karakuri uh, Dochu. Um, this is a Konami game, and the composer is unknown. Um, but, uh, as you can imagine, this has an Asiatic kind of sound to it, and, um, th- this is the final stage music, and, um, yeah, it's kind of got an a- it's Asian-y sounding, and, uh, I guess maybe with a little tiny bit of disco, hmm. I don't know. All right, music from Gunberry Goman for the Famicom. Kanbari Goman Karakuri Dochu Composer unknown But, uh, you know, developed by Konami So somebody at Konami And uh, this is Final stage
1: Definite um, Asian sounding Did you have this picked out for the Asian episode? Uh, No, actually
0: I don't think I did But I had it picked out for the Konami episode Okay Yeah the second Kon- Konami episode See, that, there's a little bit of that disco sound A little bit I like this part coming up right here I also like the beginning part a lot, too. So. Dun, dun, dun,
2: dun.
1: Earthbound. This is a game you have played. You have played, too.
0: Did I play this? Oh, oh you mean played, uh, actually played the game. Right. I thought you meant played music. no, no, from. no. no, no. Yeah, I, I, I play, oh, yeah I played and beat and also beat Donkey Kong Country too but as well as well. But, uh, not Donkey Kong Country Two. I played Donkey, Donkey Kong King Country as well. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Thanks to the listener Gabe. Uh, yeah, I did play through this game and just an amazing game. Yeah.
1: Earthbound, Keiichi Suzuki.
0: Yeah, the, the, there are a lot of composers listed for this, but um, depending on your, the track you're going to play, it's only going to be one of them. But yeah, go ahead and list all of them. Yeah.
1: Hirokazu Tanaka. Yeah. Akio omori and Ritsuo Kamimura.
0: It's mainly Hirokazu Tanaka and Keichi Suzuki. It's pretty much this that just them two, but I don't know, there might have been one or two tracks by these other guys, but it's kinda complicated. No, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure out which one is which, yeah.
1: Enjoy your stay. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. So there's
0: a lot of very to me, like, actually this this soundtrack, and I have something picked up from this game as well, mm-hmm. has a lot of world music tracks right. just throughout the whole game. It's just a, you know, a lot of just very worldly sounding tracks in this game.
1: Well, Brent, I have one thing to say to you. Yes. Enjoy your stay. Okay, thank you. I think this kind of sounds like Besame Mucho. Oh, a little bit, yeah. A little bit, huh? Besame <laughs> like that. I don't know. Uh, I think that was a bit of a stretch, right there. Yeah, maybe.
0: I forgot to actually look up who the actual, who, which, who composed this actually. But, so what? What do you? I guess this is some sort of what? Maybe Argentinian kind of situation. Maybe a little bit. definite South
1: American uh, influence, no doubt. Maybe a little tango-y. Definite South American.
0: I I, I think, as I recall, but I'm not sure, this is a Hirokazu Tanaka track, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, whatever. Just check LegacyMusicHour.com for the track listing, and it will be all sorted out. Yeah. But for now... For now.
1: Enjoy your stay. For now, enjoy your stay.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to keep the... Well, no, I'm going to move on to a game called Sparkster for the Super Nintendo. And uh, this is music composed by... Akira Yamaoka, Michiro Yamane, Kazuhiko Uehara, Masahiro Ikoriko, and uh, M. Matsuhira. And uh, this is called Musical Town. And this this is a straight-up kind of salsa situation as well. So Musical Town from Sparkster. Sparkster. This is Musical Town.
1: All right. I know what uh, kind of music they're dancing in this town.
0: Right. Salsa. Yeah. I like this park coming up right right here. Like what those flutes are doing there, you know, and then I like the part just before that where it's there's this this cascading part to it, just one part.
1: I think it's uh, time for another Donkey Kong Country track, but this time Donkey Kong Country 2, mm-hmm. Diddy's Quest. Mm-hmm. This comes to us from Rare. Yeah. Rare. Rare. And this is another uh, David Wise number coming at you. This is Steel Drum Rumba. drum rumba. Dave was Donkey Kong Country Dose. It's fun right there, right? For sure. Also got a Brazilian influence there. Yeah. A little African influence. Got a, yeah, some, some kind of tropical vibe.
0: Marimba. go on to uh, Second Densetsu 3 This is the sequel to Secret of Mana music composed by Hiroki Kakuta and this is a Japanese only release for the Super Famicom and um, this track is called Damn Damn Drum and at first at first I kind of thought maybe it was an African situation going on yeah. but then listening to more it's it's actually much more of a Celtic situation so interesting Celtic Okay. Music from 2nd Densetsu 3. Second in Setsu 3, Dam, Damn, Drum, music by Hiroki Kikuta. Hiroki Kikuta.
1: I can see where you would make, uh, uh, where you would think that this is African, but then Celtic at the same time. Yeah, well, I actually don't think it's African at
0: all, but I, I thought it was at first. I thought yeah. I could see how you yeah. would
1: think it's African.
0: Well, you know, there's these dr- these, sure. dr- these kind of tribal sounding drums at first. I was but... thinking
1: Native American even as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah, Native American. Yeah, sure. But uh, no, but then yeah. Well, I like. I really like how the drums come in. Um, but you don't really hear the drums right now, but then. Right here. You hear that? Yeah.
1: Fantasy Zone. Uh, that's an arcade game. Arcade. Yeah. Sega. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, my, uh, my little voice there. Yeah,
0: who did that voice, I wonder?
1: Oh, <laughs> good question. I will be playing a track from this arcade game. Who sent us this? Uh, Ed, listener it's Ed. Ed. Yeah, LM yeah. Head Ed. Yeah. This is Hot Snow. Yes. From the game, Fantasy Zone for the Arcade. From Sega, and that is hot snow. And, uh, it's also
0: round five.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a hot track. What country would you say? What, what, what countries are you that you're hearing?
0: I guess, uh, some kind of Brazil thing or something? I don't know. Yeah. How about you?
1: Definite Brazil. Tropical. This has almost been a tropical. Well, it's tropical.
0: Yeah, tropical, yeah. Or some yeah, some sort of uh, Puerto Rico kind of thing or something, oh, right? Sure. I don't know, you know. Puerto <laughs> Rico. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Costa Rica or something. Okay. I'm
1: thinking more Dominican Republic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking more. Uh, it's more like sort of Southwest you know, United mm-hmm. States. You know, Southwest, know? <laughs> right, right? It's got that Chipotle flavor. You know? <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna yeah okay so this is uh, this next track is from Bonk's Adventure and um, this is from the TurboGrafx-16 yes and the music is composed by Tsukasa Masuko and Hirohiko Takayama and um, this is World Three One, Three Two and 3-3 from Bonk's Adventure And this has a sort of Afro-Cuban sound to it. Yes. Okay. Bonk's Adventure for the TurboGrafx-16. Is music from Bonk's Adventure. This is uh, World 3-1, 3-2, and 3-3. Music by Tsukasa Masuko and Hirohiko Takayama. Like I said, it has a very Afro-Cuban sound to it, you know? It kind of reminds me of old-fashioned, like, not wise, old-fashioned, I mean, sort of 50s, 1950s, 60s kind of uh, Kind of Tropicali club music, you know Tropicali, what I mean, or something. Okay. I don't know, you know, or not, or like some sort of, you know, Afro-Cuban jazz band from the '60s or something like that. Um, I don't know. It really reminds me of the Enchanted Tiki Room at Disneyland. Hmm. Just about brings us to the end of this episode. Um, for a full track listing, uh, including pretty accurate um, com- you know, uh, composer listings yes. and breakdowns, um, check out legacymusichour.com. Okay. And uh, you can uh, email us, contact us at uh, legacymusichour at gmail.com.
1: You can always call us 281 Sonic 91. Text us or send us uh, a phone call. Operators are standing by.
0: And uh, let's see here. Next week's theme is um, we're going to be doing, I think, the manga one. I think. Yeah. Mongo. So Games based on mangas. Mango. You thought I said Mango? Mango. Right. Mangoes. You know, we did a food theme one. We're just going to be only mangoes.
1: So many mango games out there. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, the Mango Man series.
0: <laughs> man- mango Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: mango Man 2, Mango Man 3. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mango Man 4.
0: Yeah, 5 and 6. Yes. M- mango Man X.
1: Yes, Mango Man.
0: Um, so, uh, yeah, just mangas and... Um...
1: I mean, those was Mango Mousecapades. Oh, yeah, Mango Yeah, that's right, yeah. Right.
0: Or the, the, man- the Mango Quest starring... Mango Mouse. Mango <laughs> Mouse. What other ones? What other Mongo games are there? Mango. Um, Mango. Mango. I don't know. Who framed Mango? Who framed, who framed, who framed Mango Rabbit? No. Uh,
1: we had a nice run.
0: Yeah, okay. So, uh, all right. Um, we're going to leave you with... Um, Okay, well, anyway, also don't forget to check out the LegacyMusicHour.com for the uh, info about the, the listening. Right. The, the, not the listening, but the, the recording, the public recording, the live recording. Oh, and if you bring people, just make sure it's not, you know, it's not going to be, again, like, not going to be like a show. So it's going to be boring to people who are not into just sort of listening to video game music. And, I mean, it's, it's not a comedy show. It's not, you know, so, okay, or, I think it's clear. They shouldn't come expecting to think it's going to be a funny yeah, shit like a comedy show or you're something. You're going to come,
1: you're just going to be staring at me and Brent.
0: Yeah, just... listen two hours. Yeah, it's going to take about two hours. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, I think we've turned everybody off.
0: Yeah, it? no, good. I won- we only want the hardcores. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, we're going to leave you with Earthbound. Um, we- this track is composed by Keiichi Suzuki. And the track we're going to hear is "Threed Free at Last and this is um, this kind of has a, I guess I'd say a North African sound to it kind of an, maybe an Egyptian-y sound to it or something yes I don't know something like that maybe um, but it's, uh, it's pretty it's kind of relaxing though it's got a relaxing sound to it yeah. right alright so music from Earthbound um, trying to think if there's anything else my name is Brent Weinbach
1: my name is Rob F. Switch
0: this is the Le- Legacy Music Hour thank you for listening